Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, coming to you live from uh, Central Texas and all surrounding areas. Good to be with you today, and uh, lots to discuss, and including at 420. Aaron, we're going to talk some track and field, your old sport. Weren't you a long-distance runner back in the day at Waco High and then Robinson? And um, we'll talk some uh, the NCAA championships, the outdoor championships are taking place down in Austin. Bryce Cherry was on with us the other day. Today at 420, uh, Michael Ford will be joining us. And then we've got a throwback. we got Lamont Moore on with us at 5 o'clock. He's a famous high school football player, and then he played at Baylor, played quarterback. And uh, around the time, J.J. was playing for the Bears. And so we'll do that at 5 o'clock. And I believe Lamont's uh, over at Waxahachie now coaching there. So we'll kind of catch up with him and uh, see what is on his mind as we take a trip down memory lane. Aaron, how are things uh, at the mothership today? How are uh, everything going uh, swimmingly? Yeah, it's it's as you can imagine, at 4.03 on a uh, Friday, it's pretty quiet. <laughs> but Stephanie's about, here with bells on. I was going to ask about Stephanie um, and see how she was, what kind of uh, – mood she was in uh usually in a pretty good mood i would say um i love the fact aaron we got that uh, the amazing zaza we'll talk about him today that's zaza prosper namdi zaza man love uh loves i was looking just going over some of these names on the track team um ima uh, Uko is uh, another name that I I really like. And a good a good runner for the Bears. Uh, she does an ex- extremely good job. And so we got some relay teams. The men's four by four hundred, I believe, is going tonight. And so we'll be talking some track and field. And I was just looking at some of the uh, results, Aaron. It has been. It has really been pretty, uh, pretty interesting to see how the Bears are doing, uh, and they the relays they've done well. Uh, field events, both javelin and pole vault, they've had some success. So that is uh, that's been a lot of fun, and um, we've got all kinds of things uh, uh, coming up. And then, uh, Aaron, there's a did you see this story? On ESPN right now, um, the Nuggets get a package of picks. What is going on? I'm just trying to see <laughs> why I'm reading a a trade story during the NBA Finals. 
All right. No, I, I literally, Aaron, as I saw this story earlier today, I thought, like, I, my, you know how when you, it, your phone takes you offline? I thought it was like an old story or something. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> In a rare trade involving an NBA Finals participant, the Nuggets are acquiring a 2024 first and second round pick and a 2023 second round pick and a deal with the Oklahoma City Thunder for a protected 2029 first round pick. As the Nuggets try to maximize this championship window, they'll get the least favorable of Oklahoma City's first round picks in 2024. Aaron, it never stops. I mean, I... <laughs> and do you see who their Nuggets general manager is? Did you happen to see that? I did. Calvin Booth used to play for the Dallas Mavericks. In fact, when the Mavericks finally broke through in the playoffs with Dirk and that gang, it was Calvin Booth who had the huge shot to beat, who would that have been? The Jazz, I think. I think that would have been against the Utah Jazz. Um, man, this is really interesting. I don't, I don't really see any players involved in this. Aaron, that would be really weird, wouldn't it? Like some players on the <laughs> yeah. finals team, like, hey, sorry. Oh, by the way, I we trade Aaron, Aaron Gordon. <laughs> yeah, we're up 2-1. I know that ring was going to be nice, but we had to go ahead and make this trade during the uh, NBA finals. My goodness. What a deal. And, uh, Aaron, this morning, and uh, Stephanie will appreciate this too, I was watching the French Open. And you can't just, you know, in the past, Aaron, you just turn on ESPN or whatever, and you watch a major. This was on Peacock, okay? Needed to have Peacock, and then maybe, I don't know, NBA, NBCSports.com. I mean, it's just pay-for-play. This was, You had to pay for it. And so I was watching it and enjoying it. There was an incredible match that was taking place, and then the dreaded cramps. I mean, Aaron, I'll, I played two hours in the heat of the day today. No cramps. No cramps. The greatest player in the world right now, maybe. I mean, I, I would still put Joker ahead of him. But Alcaraz, Alcaraz the, uh, the Carlos Alcaraz, the youngster, cramped up. And it was going to be – they had just split sets. It was going to be incredible. And in that third set, just cramps up, couldn't, could barely walk, made it through the rest of the deal, but then got beat, you know, 6-1, basically 6-0. Could not get in there and compete with cramps, okay? Now, I, it sounds like I'm comparing myself to a world-class athlete. That's not the case, Aaron. But, I mean, come on. He's, he just turned 20 years old. How do you cramp? How do you – I mean, in the match of your – one of the matches of your life, you got a chance to take down the mighty Joker himself, Novak Djokovic. And, and Alcarez – cramps up Aaron I don't get it he's 20 years old all right by the way that um the Denver Miami game four is tonight at 7 30 all right that's uh that is a uh that's a big one that's a big one and uh and that'll be kind of excited to see and I noticed people were looking and writing stories about Dirk and and uh and Jokic and so that's always kind of fun all right Aaron without further ado you know what time it is it's time for Stephanie Sports Talk sponsored by Advanced Leveling and Foundation Repair 
Jefferson Tractor, Europe Services, Mission Golf Cars, Myatt Fuels, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, and Texas Cuisine. Boy, someone that never cramps up when, you, <laughs> when, she's, when it's time to do Stephanie's Sports Corner. Oh. And uh, it's a it's a team of sponsors and uh, advertisers that have all lined up with Stephanie, and uh, some of them just kind of come in and and do some fun things in the studio. Now, Stephanie, what? Uh, first of all, did you see any of this tennis that I'm talking about this morning? Yes. No, I was working. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron's laughing. No, I was out shaking hands, meeting people. So no, I didn't. I didn't see it. But uh, for a tw- what did you say that guy's name was? Or he was like twenty years old, cramping up. So Car- Carlos Alcaraz, and he's he's the next big thing in tennis. I guess he didn't drink enough water, but he could have. Maybe he should have had some pickle juice. That's supposed to help with cramps. Do you um? Are you <laughs> a pickle? You like pickles? I love pickles. Um, I like pickles. The best pickles in the world, and don't you dare laugh, come from Toledo, Ohio. Oh, man. You left a lot in Toledo. Yeah, I did. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But they're called. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, what are they called? Tony Paco Pickles. Erin, did she try to throw this in on us one day recently? <laughs> I feel like this is the second reference to this Tony Packa pickle. Look them up online. They'll <clears throat> ship it to your house. They're good. They're you know, good. we have a local popcorn place, and they do dill pickle popcorn. Ooh, no, right? I don't think I'd like and that. No, no, no. It's is it good? great. It's a subtle. It's not overpowering or anything. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful yeah, if you ever have a chance to get some dill pickle, I'll bring the, I'll bring some down. Okay, okay? do that. I'll bring some to the studio at some point. And uh, <laughs> I did want to tell you also the uh, the women's final at Roland Garris is about to happen. Uh, that that's coming up, and Sweetatek uh, Sweetatek uh, will be chasing her third title in Paris in four years. And her fourth Grand Slam title uh, overall. That's Iga Swiatek, uh, I-G-A. And then um, um, there's also uh, Karolina Buchova is involved in this thing. Okay? So uh, this will be uh, this will be really – whoa, whoa, wait a second. That's some good pronunciation you're doing. <laughs> I'm just saying. It says at – oh, she's number 43 in the world. Uh, Carolina Muchova. Wow, that is really something. Okay, okay. Stephanie, what do you, what's on your mind today? Because you never know <laughs> well, what you may bring in here. Did you, what do you have for us today? Well, yesterday I took y'all to England for the uh, gravy wrestling. So today I'm taking yeah. you to Australia. So in August, camel racing? No, 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 no. Ostrich Close. racing. Close. Lizard racing. Lizard racing. They use go on a lizards to race because lizards are natural racers, right? They're hard to catch. So what they do is they go to this little town called Yulo, which is part of Queensland, Australia. And it's a little bitty town of only 500 people, literally. No, yeah, 500 people, but 5,000 people 
sometimes more will show up for this lizard raising. So it's this big circle, and it's like pay to play. You have to pay to enter, and you bring your lizard. Well, some of these lizards can be up to eight feet long. So, I bet every- they aren't that fast. They might be. Have you ever seen an those, iguana? Those things can be fast. Not those big, those big, what do you call those, Aaron? The uh, Gila monsters or whatever. You know, the big dragon. The dragon monster. Komodo dragon. One. Yeah. Komodo dragon. Yeah. The, and those will put a bite on you. They will. Those They're mean. Known to, they've got some poison. They're yeah. mean. But Where is this happening again? Is this in, uh, <laughs> in Sydney? Australia, Queensland, Australia, and a little town called Iulo, and they have an actual lizard racetrack called the Peru. <laughs> so we're laughing. It's a thing. So you get your lizard, and you start them all on one side of this big circle, and whoever gets to the end of the circle, like across to the other side, wins. And if the lizard wins, it gets a um, a prize of another lizard it can eat or a snake. And then the human gets Australian beer. So there you go. What are you, now? Wait <laughs> the, the the animals. The winner eats the other animals. Yeah, because bigger lizards. I found out if you look in Wikipedia and on the Discovery Channel, it'll tell you that big lizards will eat little lizards, but little lizards can't eat lizards because they're little, so they eat insects. Did you know that? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. No, no, I don't know any of this. What is this <laughs> called? This what is, is this? Um, what is this event called? It's just called the Lizard Racing Championship in the Peru Lizard Racetrack in Ulu. That's all it's called. It's just the Lizard Racing Championship, and they do it all over Australia. And everybody comes to this little town in August for the championship. So I guess all the other towns in Australia have lizard races, and whoever wins just goes on to the championship. We could get a lizard I mean, and try it. <laughs> This is uh, Aaron. Is this this is not quite this is you know, sports this NCAA track and field championships that mm-hmm. we've been uh, monitoring. This is this feels a little different, but um, <laughs> it is interesting. All the things that she will dig up, and and today it is lizard lizard racing. racing. And what I don't understand is, do you do you think they show up in like? They, they they have a, a starting line and and do they uh-huh. w- let them warm up a little bit? And they I just don't know. Turn them loose? Can you train a lizard? That's I don't know. I bet you could if you show them well, some food at the end of the finish line. Would like, like you to dig into this a little more. You know you know what did they used to say here, piggy piggy? You just say here, lizard lizard. Just show them the the treat at the end, just like you do a dog, right? That's how and you train what, animals. What, what's happening there? That she's, <laughs> like, why was her example here, little? Piggy, like what? What does that even? Because yeah. when you're okay. trying to catch pigs or sheep, don't you do that? I mean, I don't know. I've I'm not a farmer. Certainly haven't tried to catch one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I, I mean, if you're trying to, tra- if you're that's trying- just a weird, the weird thing to come to mind immediately. Here, little piggy. I mean, well, none of us, none of us go around trying to catch. Well, if pigs. you're out on a pig farm, you would say here, yeah. piggy, piggy. Okay, but certainly I'm just if you saying- end up on a pig farm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, excellent, excellent. There we you have, go. <laughs> we got to do some track and field, but um, good stuff. Thank and you. I do love some lizard talk. Have a tremendous weekend, okay? You too. <laughs> Enjoy all your domestic duties. Good okay, night. Okay, thanks. There she goes, Stephanie Sports Corner. Always enlightening, always entertaining.
Next, Michael Ford, Baylor track and field coach. This is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Are you looking for a unique Father's Day gift? Enroll your weekend warrior in Helbert's Barbecue 101 class Sunday, June 25th. Participants in the Barbecue 101 will enjoy cold beverages, eat smoked meats, and talk all things brisket from selecting one at the grocery store to slicing the finished product. Plus, enjoy a tour of Helbert's operation. Everyone will go home with some fresh swag, and a lucky few will win valuable raffle items. Register online at helbertbarbecue.com slash bbq class before all the spots fill up. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just hard beat away, McGregor. We treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, we go to Austin. We talk to Michael Ford, Baylor track and field coach. And, uh, Michael, this has been very exciting to watch some of these events very late at night. Maybe you want to get it. Maybe you want to let it get cool or something. Uh, I know there's a lot to get into, but, boy, we have to stay up late. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's kind of like waiting for a prize fight, isn't it? I mean, it's probably not like that for you as a coach. But as a viewer, it's kind of like, okay, okay. I mean, and the and excitement builds a little bit, and then suddenly it, like, 
10 o'clock or whatever, you get one of these big relays. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when the when the schedule came out, I, initially we I glanced at it and said, like, oh, it's going to be at night. Yeah, because of the heat in Texas. And then I actually, when I really studied it after the regional meeting, I was like, man, we're actually running late. Like, it's almost past my bedtime. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we've been um, – I think the one thing that has helped us, though, is our regional meet was in Sacramento two weeks ago, and the meet was late. It was around 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock. So technically, it would have been around 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock here. So it kind of prepared us a little bit for for the the shift, and I think just Mm -hmm. trying to figure out what we're going to do during the day. But uh, the meet's been exciting for the past two days and then you, you culminated today and tomorrow with finals. So looking forward to it tonight. The women's relays, you had to be really pleased. I know you were talking about some of them kind of came together pretty late and yet still with those performances, uh, I'm looking at that season best three twenty eight seventy six, and, uh, Hanse and, and, and Morocco and, and, uh, and, and, uh, Jasmine grind. I mean, just, all the, I mean, they really, really have run well for you. How excited were you to see how the uh, women performed in those relays? Well, I would say on our four by four, our women, they've been running well the last few years, but this year, especially, um, I think indoor, we had some big um, expectations about going to nationals indoor, and we fell short, um, and we kind of basically refocused and, and, and got ready to go, and we got a, we built some depth with Jasmine um, and then Bria Buller. They started running a little bit on a four by four um, during the season, so we built some depth. And uh, when you have when you have Hanse and you have Ema and Mariah Ayers, when you have those three, um, you just put somebody there and say, "Hey, keep them close and and let them run." And um, so we were excited about yesterday. Um, that was one of the goals to make finals. They were in the finals last year, um, so we we got in and then. The four by one, that was the relay we kind of put together at the end of the season. Um, not really, not really having the depth in the four by one in the short sprint, um, and then also Mariah Ayers and um, Ima Uko were running the two hundred and the four hundred and the four by four, trying to give them a little break and not having to run four races every track meet. Um, so we just decided initially the decision was where hey we'll just get a race in at LSU, get a time in. So we can get ready for conference, score at conference, and then shut that r- relay down. Um, then they ran well at conference, and I said, "Hold on, you know what? They look like they might make nationals. Then we break the school record at regionals, and make finals at nationals. So um, <laughs> those girls have just been—they've been locked in. Um, they've just been trusting the. Everybody always says trust the process. They've been trusting the process mm-hmm. this season and um, leaving on time and um, just executing. And I think that's the big big thing this year has been they've been executing a lot better this year and then ben conacher and and zaza i mean the uh the pole vault and then and then the javelin that was really fun to open it up the other night and i was watching i'm trying to stream this thing looking for (laughs) zaza uh and and some of that stuff you know you got to look around for a little bit on espn (laughs) plus but man that's fun i mean i get this stuff inspires me and and uh in Ezekiel that same night. I mean, that was a tremendous race. But the field events, let's talk about them for a little bit. I heard you say maybe or a quote, Zaza was not totally pleased, really thought he could 
he could win that. But, um, uh, I mean, still a tremendous uh, performance. What was your overall take from uh, uh, Zaza and, and Ben's performances? Yeah. Well, Zaza, I mean, going going into the season, of course, that was the number one goal was to win nationals. Um, I think this year Zaza and uh, Coach Jack did a great job. He's, he's stronger this year. Um, I think his technique is a little better, um, but he was having a little. He's been having a little ankle, um, a little ankle soreness when he plants on his last plant before he throws. It's been bothering him for the last about the last month or so. Um, so he was hoping to just get one good throw off and then kind of build into it that way. But like I told talked to him afterwards, I said, "Hey, you you got fifth last year. You moved up two spots to get third. Um, still a sophomore." Um, and we still got probably probably got two more meets to try to qualify for world championships. So I was we were we everybody was happy for him. I think when he when he thought about it the next day, he was he was okay and he was actually lifting weights today, getting ready for his next competition. And then Ben, um, I don't know what to say about Ben. I mean he he's worked hard. Um, we had a long talk this this year about qualifying for nationals. And he said, Coach, that's that's my goal. My last year at Baylor is to qualify. Um, he did that at regionals and got in. And then um, for they actually changed him and Coach Richards changed poles. So he got on a bigger pole to get on the bigger the bigger height. And he he PR. And I said, Hey, when you PR and you can become an All American, I mean, you got two things. It's kind of like getting the ice cream and 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 cake at the same time. So I was pleased with him too. And um, he, he leaves Baylor as an All-American. Now, I think the last the last guy Walter was Casey Lightfoot, and it was ironic because Casey Lightfoot had just broke the American record about a week ago. So it was it was a, it was a good thing for Baylor pole vault. And pole vault only goes back at Baylor for what, like forty years? That uh, yep. <laughs> that the Bears have <laughs> have been great at that. So it's just, it is pretty cool to to keep the legacy going. Michael Ford on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Baylor track and field coach. Um, Nathaniel Ezekiel, I, I caught that race the other night, and, and that was fun to watch how he finished, gets to, gets to second there. And, um, I mean, I, I would think that's a grueling race right there. And, and just uh, you had to be pleased, I would think, with that finish. And, and uh, that, that was a lot of fun to watch the other night. Uh, you know, watching he and the guy from Alabama go at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they raced against each other down at Florida Relays. Um, I believe in in down at Florida, not at Florida Relays, but at the Tom Jones meet. Um, and so everyone that's in the final, I think Ezekiel, well, Nathaniel's run against them, um, either at Texas Relays or at conference or at the regional meet. So um, tonight, uh, tonight will be a special. Uh, I think if he cleans up probably hurdle eight, um, he'll have a shot to win um, tonight. But he's been running great. His first, his first, I would say his first 250, his race pattern for for the hurdle race has been pretty spot on. Um, he's been having a little difficulty on that hurdle eight, and I think if he can clean that up tonight, um, we can see something special, and we could get get our first um, national champion since uh, I believe Donald Kamani did in the um in the late 90s so but i'm looking forward to watching him compete tonight well and what is it on on hurdle eight 
Um, what, what do you kind of have to do? Do you have to maybe say, okay, maybe gather yourself a little more, or is it just kind of getting the steps right? What, uh, when, when there's an issue like that, how do you kind of straighten it out? Well, you can actually coach it because you, you said exactly what he needs to do. <laughs> he, he's actually been <laughs> running up on the hurdle. Um, so he can actually, um, take it. I would say take the hurdle earlier. And, but he's adding another step because I think he's he's thinking he's too far from the hurdle, but he's actually not. And so he takes one more step, and that gets him too close, and then he goes up and then down instead of going. We want him to go through the hurdle, not up and down, and that kills his momentum. So if he can clean that up tonight, um, he'll I think he'll run smoother, and it'll set him up for hurdle nine and hurdle ten better. Are these sprinters looking at each other at the finish line more than you recall? I'm trying to remember back to you and the other Michael, and and uh, I don't remember y'all. I mean, there may have been some times where you kind of look behind you. That it's a little bit of fun deal. But my goodness, the other night, and some guy from the University of Houston, you know who I'm talking about. There, it seems everybody seems to be picking on him. I mean, he's running well. He's in second, but I mean every. Every time he ran, somebody was looking over there, kind of, kind of taking a peek at him. Yeah, uh, the the young guys are they're they're confident with each other. Um, I think most of the time it's just for it's a, a game gamesmanship. Um, I know Houston University of Houston and LSU have gone back and forth, and this has probably been going on for man for about four or five years now either in a four by one or a hundred or a 200. So um, those there's, there's a fit, I, I would say a thinly, thinly rivalry between those two universities. Um, and I, I like it as long as it doesn't get out of hand, but um, everybody's been, um, it, it's been good. So it'll be interesting to see how, how tonight goes in the, especially in a hundred, because that's the race that, that it may happen again. And, <laughs> did you ever do that did you ever were you ever so inspired that you kind of uh that you kind of gave somebody a little peek over next to you as you uh at the finish line no not so much as in like trying to i would say not embarrassing anyone it was more especially in the 400 you don't you don't want to do that in the 400 i think if if i'm going to look over if i did look over in the 400 when i was running it was more just to say hey if, if Coach Hart told me, hey, Mike, you need to be in the top two or the top three to make it to advance to the next round, I was going to make sure that I did that. And I looked around to make sure I didn't have to keep running harder um, just to conserve some energy. But other than that, no, uh, he always told me the, the fastest way to get to the line is looking straight ahead and not going to the side because you can look to your right and somebody on the left side can pass you. So I always try to make sure that we keep my eyes on the on the finish line. What about your four by four hundred uh, men's relay? Uh, Demar, uh, obviously Nathaniel. We were just talking about Hassani and, and Dylan. Um, what? Is, how has that uh, uh, group been working? And and uh, what are you what are you kind of expecting from from them this evening? Um, they've been running well all year. It's been a this year has been it's, it's been a fun year with that relay. Um, I think we've we've kind of. I think it all starts in the fall. We sat down and talked about goals for the season, and um, and I was like, "Hey, we we need to bring bring the tradition back to to our four by four. Um, Coach Hart said, I think he set the bar so high that I just wanted to keep the bar up there. And 
Um, I was telling the guys a couple of weeks ago um, that we haven't been into a outdoor final since 2019. And so uh, one year we got DQ'd, uh, one year was COVID, and the other year we didn't qualify for the final. So this group here, this is their um, first final um, since 19. And so wow. we talked about that. But then also there's been about six guys. I mean, we've run three, we've run three flat um, three times this year and they've all been different relays. And so uh, you also had Cam Jackson that was on a, on one of the relays at Texas Relays early in the year when we ran three flat. Uh, you had Demar Francis. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Moore was on the relay at conference when we ran the three, another three flat there. And then last, and then last night, well, the night before Wednesday, we ran another three flat with four, four different people. <laughs> so they've been they've been pretty locked in. It's, just, it's sometimes it's hard for me to decide what four are going to run. And even tonight, we'll warm up and. People are like, who's going to be the four? I'm like, I, we'll see. Um, I know Dylan Bedell will definitely be on there. He's been running great on the anchor like Forrest and um, Hassani Barr. And we'll see how, how Nathaniel feels after his hurdle race. And, and we'll we'll kind of figure out who's who's going to run first and, and figure out these other legs tonight. But I'm looking forward to watching them run. They're, they've been locked in. Their big goal was to, um, to break three because no Baylor team has done it. We've probably – probably have the most four uh three flat relays ever all time in college history but we've never broken three so for them that's their big goal my big goal is to win nationals um and if, if the two the 259 258 comes then i'll be happy too but i think it's going to probably take 258 to win the meet wow that's amazing uh to think about that now what is the greatest trait an anchor can have in that in that race is it just the i mean i that that's a uh i mean you've got to obviously lay it all on the line but why for like is dylan just someone you're like hey he's the obvious choice to be that anchor well he's the one that when when a lot of times the anchor leg is the one the pressure leg people think it's a pressure leg just because mm -hmm. you're the last one you should be the fastest on paper on paper dylan doesn't if open quarter wise, Dylan is probably the the third or fourth guy on the team. <laughs> but when he runs with a stick in his hand, he has no fear. He he executes really well, um, and he he's very composed when he runs. And I think for anchor leg, you want to be the one that um, if you're if you're behind, hey, you're gonna try to chase somebody down. If you're in front, you don't want anyone to catch you. And he's been doing that really well this year. Um, I think. His last four races, he's been 44-8, 44-8, 44-8. And then even last night um, his, uh, in the semifinal, he ran 44-3. So he's just been the one that we can count on. Um, to, if we're in some traffic, he can get out of the traffic. If we're behind, he can catch up. And if we're in front, he'll keep it there. So he's, he's had every, I would say, every scenario this year um, running. So I don't think anything is surprise him. Um, tonight and like i'll tell them later tonight is hey just keep them close and we'll see what happens from there yeah and and, and who's the who's the biggest rivals right now in that in that race would you say i mean from from across the country 
Well, you definitely want to start with the University of Florida. They have the collegiate record. Um, they have uh, three guys that are in the 400 final, <laughs> so um, they're they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. Um, I will also say Arizona State. Um, they have uh, they also have three guys in the 400 final. Um, they've been running well all year, um, and I would say UCLA's been really running well. And um, and I would also go with Georgia. Georgia. Um, Georgia beat us at Georgia beat us at Texas Relays, and I think the other team that I probably would be concerned with would be Alabama. Alabama's been running well too. They've run they've run under three flat, I think two or three times this year too. So those are the those are the, the heavy hitters. But I mean, the slowest time to make the final was three oh one. So um, <laughs> probably one of the fastest. Probably one of the fastest. Um, semifinals I've been a part of as a coach because um, when we ran in the 90s if we ran three maybe 303 we'll make the final and we could probably win the meet with a 301 but um, I think the, the kids are the kids are better the tracks are faster the coaching is better um, shoes are better everything is getting getting better and then you got kids that were in school because of COVID so they they're a little older um but I think tonight's going to be – I think across the board, every race is going to be really fast. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching it. And it's hard because I don't watch the meet that much while I'm there. And so I'll probably be flipping back to watch ESPN Plus or, or two and watching it when I get back to Waco. <laughs> what are you doing, like, when, when the race is going? Well, a lot of times, if we have kids competing, we I spend more time in the back, so um, at the warm up area. So yeah. I'm usually so at Mikey Micker Stadium, where the track is. I'm actually at the football stadium, and that's where our, the warm up area. That's where our team camps are. So they have TVs there. So I'm usually watching the, the meet on TV, um, but I usually don't watch much of the meet at all. I think even last night I watched I watched the four by one on the women. And then I left and went and went back, warmed up Mariah. And then while Mariah ran, I was actually watching. I watched her race on on TV in the back. And then because we we're getting because the four by four ladies were warming up, and so then when Mariah got done, she came over and I watched. Of course, I watched the four by four since it was the last event. But normally I'm in the back, <laughs> so I don't get to see a lot of the races. Um, I kind of glance at my phone at results, but um, usually when I'm trying to decompress, like last night, uh-huh. I think I went to bed about three thirty, and I'll re rewatch the track meet again. <laughs> oh, really? It's like two in the morning. That's what you were doing. It was rewatching it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then plus, I always take, I always write notes about the me, what I, what I, what I saw. Um, things that we can do to get better or my like, hey things went great today um, and then like this morning we we had a team um, we had a, like a we call it a shakeout we shook out this morning the men and the ladies um, and then grab some lunch and then and now I'm just sitting around and going to head out in a couple of hours sitting around doing media i like it i I really yeah. appreciate yeah. it i i thought i would see what michael's up to this afternoon so i was so appreciative i did want you to have a chance to say something about Ana maria uh costarellas uh, uh that was a bummer uh one spot off the podium in ninth uh in the 10k i know that was frustrating but uh 
uh, that, that's just somebody that's uh, meant a lot to the team, and, and uh, I know that had to be a, a tough thing for the entire team to, to see, you know, how close you got. And I think as we get further away from it, there'll be more perspective, but always tough in that moment. Yeah, I mean, again, she's another one that has been running great. I mean, she, she had one year left, and uh, Coach Barnett did a great job on getting her um, to Baylor and and actually, she's from she's actually from my hometown of uh, Rochester, New York. So we had a connection there. Um, but she she's she's run so well. And even last night, I would say um, probably she had a mile to go. Thought she was still in good shape, but you could tell um, the pace was different. Normally, either to, usually in distance races, things are going to happen. Either they're going to run too slow because they're thinking it's going to be too hot. Um, but yesterday they were like almost going fast and slow to fast and slow. And so they, she, honestly, she never really got into a good rhythm. Um, cause some people don't want to take the race. They want somebody else to do all the work and she didn't want to, she didn't want to be the one that took the lead. Um, but we thought she was in good position, but that last mile where it's either you go or you, you're going to hurt a little bit. She was, I think the, the weather, um, the, 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 I would say the humidity got her a little bit, and um, but also she's never she hasn't run I think three 10ks in a year, uh, and it was her first national championship too. So um, I was, but we were definitely hoping that she would become an all American and get on the podium. And I think that last I would say that last 800 that was a key to her not doing it. Um, but we're still proud of her. We had we actually had breakfast together today. And I just told her I appreciate everything she's done for our program. Uh, you leave here with some um, two school records in the five and the ten, um, and got some big points for us at the conference meet. And um, and looking forward to seeing what, what the next what the next step is for her and her and um, her career. I think she still wants to run after she gets done with college. So, but yeah. But it was definitely heartbreaking to see that because she she put the work in this year and so um, yeah. But she will definitely be a Baylor for life, um, and so I'm looking forward to seeing what the future holds for her. Well, listen, I really appreciate it. Uh, we talked when you were in Oregon, and now in Austin uh, has to be a whole different experience to a certain extent. Uh, and hopefully, uh, the, the weather hasn't gotten just too crazy. Uh, but I would think the Texas heat would be an advantage for us, honestly. Uh, although, you know, it's been relatively mild, I guess. Yeah, it's been mild. Um, they're, they're expecting some showers today, but I'm, I'm praying that it holds off. Um, I, I love, I love going to Oregon. I think the, we've been talking, uh, coaches and athletes, we'd like it to go different places. Oregon is, mm-hmm. a, it's, it's track and field capital, um, but the one thing that we all we all agree on is that in Austin, I can find I can find dinner after after ten o'clock. <laughs> We're in Oregon; everything shuts down at nine. Of course, the heat is a is an issue, but you can fly. It's easy to fly into Austin too, so um, it's an easier trip, of course, for us when we're only an hour and a half away. But um, but we've been enjoying it. Um, looking forward to getting back to Waco and getting back into my 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 bed. I've been gone for two weeks, and so um, <laughs> looking forward to getting back into my my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll look forward to having you back at three in the morning if you're up. Uh, you know, tonight. I just know I'm kind of a crazy night owl myself, so you won't be the only <laughs> one up. 
at that crazy hour. I'm usually up reading or looking on uh, Twitter or something like that. So, (laughs) hey, y'all have a great night. We'll be rooting for you and uh, cannot wait. Man, go sub three. That would be awesome. Yeah, I I love the fact that they're they're breaking all your records. It's got they get to kind of go after the the stuff that the coach was a part of. So that's a, that adds another layer of fun to all this. Coach, I appreciate oh, yeah. the time. <laughs> no, no, thank you, and I appreciate all the support and Sickum Bears. You bet. There he goes, Michael Ford. Uh, just a really good track and field coach for the Bears. Ran track at Baylor and uh, has has a chance tonight. Um, the men in that 4 by 400 uh, Ezekiel going for it in the hurdles. There's a lot of cool stuff happening. And then tomorrow night, the women get going. They're Michael A. Myers in Austin. All right, it's Mosley's show. Campus Confidential is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. You look like a genie wearing those pants. Well, earlier I was Janice Joplin, so I don't. You need to make up your mind. Well, you turn sideways now. I can see that it's funky. Like look like a genie. Well, it doesn't matter whether you guys look like Janice Joplin or a genie genie. in a bottle. We will come. I didn't say in a bottle. And who would put a genie in a bottle? That's kind of like some mean hate crime stuff. Well, we don't do mean. We do free inspections. You hit me the other day. Foundation questions. Because I hated it. Well, I hate you. So what? Oh, my God. The truth comes out. But I don't hate you guys, so give us a call, 254-235-4922 oh, or fixitjimmy.com. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm's Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Do you want a hot tub in time for the 4th of July weekend? Come by Lake Air Pool Supply, June 22nd through 24th. We guarantee standard delivery and installation just in time for the holiday weekend. Our annual rebate tent sale, where you can get up to $1,000 off select hot spring spas, only at Lake Air Pool Supply, in Waco, on Franklin. Celebrate freedom your way with Lake Air Pool Supply. Call us today and let us help you make every day a great day. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood. Cruising the lake at campground. 
perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and a little after 5 o'clock, we'll uh, visit with Lamont Moore, former Baylor great. And one of the great quarterbacks to ever play in the state of Texas. Played at Waxahachie before becoming a Bear. And uh, really a great player. I mean, I remember him when he was in high school. And he was tremendous. And Waxahachie had some great teams. And, um, in fact, they beat up on my Kaufman Lions back in the day. Oh, right around 5 o'clock or a little after, we'll talk to Lamont. But we wanted to see what Aaron has on his mind right now. Aaron Sexton um, doing some Campus Confidential brought to you by Jim Turner's Chevrolet. For the College Baseball Super Regionals start today, one already in the books and one Big 12 team in action as we speak. Duke defeated Virginia in the Charlottesville Super Regional game 1-5-4 earlier. Right now in the bottom of the third inning, TCU leads Indiana State 3-0. The other two games tonight coming up when they first pitch in just about 10 minutes. Uh, South Carolina will take on the two-seed Florida. That game will be on ESPN2. And the final Super Regional game tonight features Oral Roberts and Oregon at 7 o'clock on ESPN. Aaron, I, I, you know, NBA Finals obviously – has my attention the most, but I'll be peeking over there. The Oral Roberts, what are they, Aaron? What are the? What is Oral Roberts? The uh, what are, we should know this. You think it's a religious type deal? Oral Roberts mascot. Anyway, I, I I'm excited to see that matchup. I mean, that's a team that uh, that kind of made it in there, beat. Um, well, ended up playing against DBU, or we're going to match up with DBU, and obviously DBU did not make it through. Uh, TCU up over Indiana State. And, Aaron, that's, uh, that's frustrating for the Indiana State people. They wanted to host this thing. They earned it, and it didn't happen because of some logistics that we don't need to get into. But uh, TCU gets this thing. And they're uh, winning it. Aaron, I, did I bring that up on the air the other day, what Trey Richardson did in that one game? Was that not amazing? I think we did talk about this. 11 RBI. 11 RBIs. Two grand slams. This is a young man that was such a great player for the Baylor Bears and transferred to TCU, broke all our hearts, and has been great for them. And it wouldn't shock me, Aaron, if we looked at that box score to see that old Trey Richardson had come through with a couple of clutch hits. That's okay. We do wish Trey the best. He was a really good bear, a great player, and uh, wish him the best. 
Now, Aaron, when do the uh, Longhorns get going out there in the sunken diamond? Is that tomorrow afternoon, I believe? Yes, well, tomorrow evening. Um, that will be a 5 p.m. first pitch on ESPN2. All right, ESPN2. Uh, and they'll go out there and face that the sluggers. That Stanford team can flat out hit. That is uh, that's pretty remarkable. But uh, good stuff, Aaron. Oh, by the way, Aaron, you may be about to bring this up. Uh, and feel free to go off on it. But uh, OU gets it done. That thing was kind of close. It was up. They were kind of hanging, 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 and then of course they were able to pull it out and. Uh, what that one pitcher did, Aaron, for OU, ball or B-A-H-L, however you say that, how amazing is that? That is remarkable. Scored two runs. Came in as a as a courtesy runner. Scored a couple of runs in the uh, Women's College World Series. Uh, tremendous work by the Sooners. And they go back to back to back. Aaron, that is uh, that's pretty wild. Yeah, the Sooners 3-1 win over Florida last night was their third straight national championship. It, Florida State, yeah. It gave them, a, it stretched their NCAA record to 53 victories and counting, and they became the first team to win back-to-back titles since UCLA in 1990. To go back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, right? Well, no team had even gone back-to-back back since 1990. So, Oh, I see what you're first saying. Team to go back Okay, okay. Uh, wow. I mean, it is remarkable. Now how many, Aaron, have they won of the past? Have they, okay, What? how many all-time does OU have? Seven or eight? Seven. Golly. And, I mean, I think all seven have come under the Gasso rain, the Patty Gasso rain. And, and they've now had six. In the past, like, nine to ten seasons. I mean, it is crazy, the dominance that they have. And uh, Aaron, that place is packed. Now, talk about, again, this may be, that may be a fun venue we need to go see. But, boy, you talk about a home-field advantage. You get to just have it right down the street every year. You're the greatest team in all of, uh, all of softball. And you just get to, hey, y'all want to host this thing every single year? Aaron, could we, we, should we do like the track meet? Should we move this thing around a little bit? Like to see Getterman host. <laughs> I, I, I would, I mean, it's a, I think they've done some updates to it. It's a good facility. I guess you got to just keep doing it. But that does seem like an enormous advantage for the Sooners. Now, again, they win no matter where they go. Although they lost one at Getterman earlier this season. Let's remember that. But, uh, Aaron, that is kind of, it is what it is. But it's also a little bit unfair. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I mean, they basically get home field advantage every time they make it. It is hard to make it, but it is definitely an advantage. Not hard for them. I mean, you just do it every, I mean, it's just... I mean, next year the Bears need to Bears need to knock them off the perch. I am I am ready for that. All right, we're going to talk to a uh, former Bears great, former Baylor great, and uh, one of the best 
high school quarterbacks I ever saw, uh, ever. I mean, just tremendous. Lamont Moore, Walks Walksahashi, Texas, is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's Jeep season at Allen Samuels in Waco, and we've got all the options for you. Shop the greatest selection in Central Texas and get a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo with $5,500 in total values. Or a 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with total values up to $6,000. Or if that's not enough, get a 2023 Jeep Compass 10% off MSRP. That's right, plus an extra $500 bonus cash to first responders. Find the Jeep that's right for you at Allen Samuels in Waco. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 25 584-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central, Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Rangers baseball coming up. This man could play any sport, baseball, football, basketball. It is Lamont Moore from Waxahachie, Texas. Lamont, welcome to the uh, Matt Mosley Show. I've been excited to uh, Robin Big Cat Jones, one of those guys, shared your number with me, oh, I don't know how long ago, but I thought, man, I'd love to get Lamont on sometime. And uh, today is that day. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you doing? I'm good. Are you uh, are you in uh, Waxahachie as we speak? I am. I'm uh, coaching at the high school here. Yeah, you and I. I noticed you've been track coach, wide receivers coach. Uh, as I recall, y'all won a state title when you were a quarterback there. Y'all had some great teams. Uh, that district, you remember that Wilmer Hutchins, Waxahachie. Uh, my team was in it, uh, Kaufman, sadly. We were just getting punished <laughs> by all you guys. But those were amazing Those were amazing times and amazing teams. Um, I'm sure you're into Waxahachie Hall of Fame and all of that, but how often do you – I bet you can't walk anywhere in Waxahachie without people bringing up some of those games and some of those teams. Yeah, it was, uh, that, was, that was a great era, a great time. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was an unforgettable moment. A lot of people bring it up, uh, constantly. And so, uh, it was, uh, we was, we was grateful to be able to bring them a state championship, the community state championship. They never had one. That was the first one. And, uh, we was grateful to be able to get, you know, give them that and share it with them. And so I'm always happy to have a, a small conversation about those times. So it was special for everyone. You could tell your players and bring that up. Now, can they ever have you ever shown the players any old footage of those <laughs> Waxahachie teams? Uh, have they ever uh, have they ever gotten to see you back in the day? Yeah, it, it comes up here and there. Some highlights, um, you know, not not full games, but yeah, they, every once in a while, um, somebody will share some highlights and uh, show the kids uh, how we did it back in the day. Lamont, did you did you play other sports back then when you were at Waxahachie? It seems to me you were an all around guy, if my memory serves correct. What were your what other sports were you playing growing up, and when did you decide to just focus on football? Yeah, I played uh, growing up. I played pretty much everything. Uh, you know, I was baseball, played football, uh, ran track, played basketball. Um, obviously, I didn't get to track till probably junior high. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit before that, ran some summer track. But, you know, um, once I got to junior high, that became, became a full-time deal. And then high school, I pretty much did all four all the way up to my junior year. And then I um, let baseball go because it kind of overlapped with the track. And um, just the commitment that I, you know, uh, that it required to be, you know, really good at it. Baseball is such a 
technical and skill sport you have to work at it all the time I just didn't have the uh the time to do it so I kind of let baseball go and then you know played all three you know basketball football track uh, all the way to my senior year and then and then college it was just football so what was your recruitment like to Baylor like who else was in the mix what else did you think about or did Baylor get to you fairly early in the process no, uh, back then, as you know, the recruiting is so uh, it's so different now. Uh, you know, coaches could only call you your senior year, start of your senior year. They could call you, you can get the letters or whatever, and then they couldn't see you until after, come see you until after the season was over. And then you could only take four, basically, official visits. So it was kind of crazy for about a month, you know, where you – you're getting the calls and trying to decide which four you're going to take. You know, you're getting, you know, I was, um, you know, all-state quarterback and uh, three-year starter, so I got high, pretty highly recruited. And so, you know, um, coaches were coming through left and right, so I just had to decide which four I wanted to take. I ended up, ended up taking three um, because Baylor was my third one. I was supposed to been going to UCLA, my fourth one, and I canceled that one and uh, committed to Baylor. Um, I was an option quarterback, as you know, ran a beer in high school. So I knew there was a possibility that I wouldn't play quarterback in, in, high, in college. You know, I, I was getting recruited as an athlete as well to play other positions. Um, and so uh, Baylor was like, hey, we want you to play quarterback. You know, J.J. Joe is going to be a senior. You know, you come in, sit behind him, and then, you know, take the reins. Basically, uh, that was the pitch. A uh, new coach coming in, Chuck Reedy, uh, just said took over for Grant Taft, the legend. And so, uh, funny story is, Grant Taft spoke. Grant Taft spoke at our uh, our football banquet that year. So, uh, got to meet with him, and you know, he kind of gave his spiel about the the school and uh, how great a place Baylor was academically, and just a great environment to be in, and you know, to get a degree, play football. So it was kind of – it kind of just all lined up, you know, with that. Um, and then, you know, made my decision. You think now you would have considered the portal with the way, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody transfers <laughs> out. Um, you know, a lot of people would have put let you play maybe sooner than you did at quarterback. You ended up moving to wide receiver later in your career. Uh, I guess when you first got there, what was uh, – what was JJ like? You know, obviously he's a great guy and everything, but did was it what you thought? Did he kind of take you under his wing and and uh, were they giving you reps in practice, or was JJ still taking all the reps? What was the what was your initial that first that freshman year like while JJ was still on campus? Yeah, he did. He was a great mentor. He's um, you know he's kind of a soft spoken guy. He's not a rah rah leader. Uh, he just kind of leads by example. But you know. We always we always uh, sat together on a plane ride, uh, hotels. We stayed together in hotels, uh, you know, during the weekends for the game. So that's that's when we was able to have the conversations about how to carry yourself as a quarterback, and and uh, you know he just gave me tips and you know here and there. He took most of the reps at, court, at practice, but um, our coach said, "Hey, you're the, you're the backup. You know, we're not going." We're not going to redshirt you. You're going to be the guy, the backup guy. So we're going to put you in when we can. And, um, 
I got in a few games, you know, uh, some cleanup stuff and had a couple packages, you know, special packages for me, uh, a couple of games. So, and then he ended up getting hurt, you know, um, probably midpoint during the season, I had to start a couple games. So, um, yeah, they kind of, they get, they put me on a fast track and, uh, JJ was a great guy to learn from. Do you wish you had have moved to wide receiver earlier? You, you obviously played some pro ball and uh, yep. did incredible at wide receiver. Looking back, would that have been the move? Or I guess you had played so well at quarterback, that was going to be a tough thing for you to embrace, especially initially. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was getting recruited, and I was already open to that possibility, you know, coming out of high school. I knew I ran the beard and throw the ball a lot. So, um, you know, I was open to either or. Um, you know, I don't look back and like, oh, man, hindsight, I, you know, I wish I would have did it. You know, everything happens for a reason. I'm a man of faith. I trust God, you know, where he leads me. Um, you know, I was able to, you know, go play pro ball and, you know, have a great career and, you know, uh, arena in arena league. So uh, I, I enjoyed it. You know, I, got, I was able to get my degree, you know, from Baylor, which is incredible. So, uh, you know, yeah, you can look back and, oh, man, if I would have went to UCLA play receiver, you know, da-da-da, you know, been a first-round pick, all that conversation, you know. But, you know, when you, when you truly look back and put it in perspective, you know, everything worked out like it's supposed to, and I wouldn't change a thing. Man, that voodoo, uh, New Orleans playing Arena League, 624 yards and five touchdowns in 2004. That yep. I guess that suited you. Um, what was it about the Arena League that that you really hit your stride, and, and what did you kind of like about that? Was your size, I mean, it, it just seemed like you really figured out that league and, uh, and started putting up some tremendous numbers. Yeah, I really wasn't uh... – you know, I had an agent at the time. I really wasn't open to doing it. I just thought it was kind of gimmicky, you know. Uh, and then it just kind of exploded, you know, probably the late 90s to the 2000. The TV contracts got in, got involved and, you know, some NFL owners kind of came in. I was like, hey, maybe this might be something, you know, that I would really would enjoy. And then some, uh, you know, some older guys told me, like, listen, man, you know, you're an athlete. It could probably could cater to what, you know, the type of player that you are, you know, um, you know, I was really good at a lot of things. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was great at one thing. I was just really good. And, you know, in arena ball, you have to play two ways. And so it just kind of, it was a perfect fitting fit for me. Cause I would, I can go on offense and I can go to defense, play some defensive back and, um, you know, special teams and all that stuff. So I excelled at it because I just, I kind of, you know, I played both and played quarterback and receiver and, and uh in college and um so my athletic ability and being able to pick things up pretty quick uh just kind of worked out and just just a great fit and i was able to have a a great career lamont you still keep up with the the bears do you um uh i don't know how many games you get to come to because you're coaching and everything and you'll have stuff on saturdays but what have you thought about uh baylor especially uh with dave aranda taking over these last couple of years Yes, uh, I definitely keep up, you know, um, watch the games every Saturday um, unless I got something else going on, super important. But if there's not nothing going on, I'm watching. So I've uh, tracked them ever since I left. Um, Dave is – Coach Randa's doing an incredible job. I've actually had a, a FaceTime conversation with him um, during the spring, 
and we was able to chat a little bit about his plans and his vision, you know, um, and he's doing an excellent job. All the kids, you know, seem to just really grasp to him and enjoy what he's doing, creating a, creating a winning culture and work ethic. And so um, uh, I'm really enjoying watching him right now. Yeah, right, can you... yeah it's tough, tough to get the games, but mm-hmm. I'll catch – I'll at least catch one, one at least once a year. If I got, if it's a night game, I can get down there. If it's a home, but other than that, it's it's pretty tough. Can you send us some players from Waxahachie? Is it? Are you seeing <laughs> some? <laughs> have you tried to point anybody in that direction? Yeah, I did. Uh, I tried to get Jalen Reger there. Uh, that was kind of uh, right when the Browns deal kind of was happening, and. Uh, he was just kind of reluctant after that, but um, he was. They were at the top of his list initially, and I told him I understood. You know, uh, whatever he decided, I was. You know, I was going to support him because he's a great kid. And uh, but I, I tried to get him there. Uh, Damani Richardson, who's starting at uh, A&M, tried to pitch him. So any any of those top players that I feel like can go there and play and help us out, I always. Hey man, hey. Baylor, Baylor, and they like, I know, Coach, I know. And so, but, um, yeah, any any other guys that I know, I feel like that are special kids that have that help us out, I always try to give them a little nudge. Well, and Rager had uh, Lamont Moore type speed, didn't he? <laughs> oh, he, man. <laughs> he's a little faster than me. I, I have some speed, but that, he's, he's, a, he's another level. Yeah. I remember those Waxahachie uh, Indians and the uh, the mascot, which uh, I don't know if you can get away with it these days, but would have just this enormous headdress. You know what I'm talking about, and yeah. and uh, yeah. it was quite a it was quite a costume. And I feel like it may have body slammed the Kaufman Lion, much like what y'all were doing to us on the field. The mascot <laughs> one time got in a fight and. Uh, and the uh, the lion got hurt. Our mascot was hurt a little bit. So I have oh, wow. wow. I I wow. have some. We we may have uh, a little more uh, uh, PC uh, out. You know, uh, mascot yeah. now in Waxahachie. Yeah. Have they kind of yeah. have they toned down some of the Native American stuff? Yeah, they got it. They got to tone that down. Uh, they still got a little bit going, but not not as quite as back back then. We were it was uh it was pretty wild back then. And I was playing baseball against, we would come over to Waxahachie, and the team was called the Apaches, I think. You probably would have been uh, playing for one of those yeah. teams. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yep. you, you usually didn't work out for us. <laughs> yeah, they had all the, the Little League teams. All of them were named after uh, different tribes. So, yeah, I got I played for all those teams growing up. So, uh, that's kind of dispersed now, though, that it, they kind of gotten away from that. I think the league is has a Indian name, but the teams are called, you know, got different names. But yeah, good times. What, what is that Waxahachie watering hole that I always see right there on thirty five? And they got a big old sign for it. It looks like it'd be a a, a sports bar or something. Um, what would that be? Is that like downtown Waxahachie? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think. <laughs> Trying to think, yeah. All right. All right. I always think about pulling off there. There's also right there on the square. I did go in. There's a barbecue place right there. But Waxahachie's always yeah. had a fun 
you know, old old school courthouse and all of that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's I, still, uh, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Well, listen, there. Lamont, it it's uh, I tell you, really fun to catch up with you. And uh, I think about you. And then before you, there was Steve Needham. I don't know if y'all cross paths or not. He's a little bit older than you. But yep, he was a veer, unbelievable option quarterback. You remember watching him, like when you were oh, in absolutely. junior high or high school or whatever. I mean, Steve Needham yep. when he was at Plano. Yep, absolutely. Yep, remember Steve, and uh, I got to meet him when I was actually then I met him at when I was at Baylor. Um, so yeah, he was he's incredible. I had a great run at Plano, and then did some great things at Baylor. Y'all knew just when to release that ball. And, boy, y'all would take some punishment, too. You know, back in the day, the option quarterback, you know, it was – you would go – I mean, you know, it was kind of like play the ball. You got to play the, you know, the quarterback. And so y'all were taking some pretty vicious hits, as I recall. Absolutely. Yeah, you're – I mean, you're basically uh, – you're basically a running back taking a snap every time, you know, uh, especially when you get on the edge. So they teach those – those guys that hey hit the quarterback no matter what because you're you're live you're legal it's legal to do it you know once you leave that pocket and start running become a runner it's legal to hit them so even without the ball so coaches always express that like listen you don't get hit make sure you get rid of the ball and protect yourself well Lamont great to visit with you Lamont Moore one of the uh, former Baylor player and one of the great high school quarterbacks of all time I hope you're in every Hall of Fame. If not, uh, text me. We got to get you in because Waxahachie, Texas, the High School Hall of Fame. Uh, you deserve all of that. What an incredible run that you had, uh, Lamont. I really appreciate the time. Absolutely appreciate you. Uh, let me let me on. You bet. There he goes, Lamont Moore, former Baylor quarterback, former Waxahachie quarterback. And then later in his career at Baylor, he moved to wide receiver, and then he just took the Arena League by storm and became a great Arena League wide receiver. Um, so pretty amazing. And Aaron, it just it, think about that. In the in the day of the portal, um, you know, back then, boy, everybody just stayed and kind of hung in there. And he did not have the career that he deserved to have because he was an incredible high school player. Could have gone anywhere and done anything, and he kind of got caught up in a coaching change and all that. Still loves Baylor, loved uh, loved his time there. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. We've got Rangers baseball coming up in a little bit. Get you caught up on some college baseball. We'll do it next. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here now is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Big 12 Athletics on the Friday Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, there are two Big 12 baseball teams remaining as the NCAA Super Regionals begin tonight. We'll look at Texas and TCU still alive on the road to Omaha coming up on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-8080. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore. 
or 24-7 online at BeerlessShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Hello, this is Coach Glenn Moore inviting you to one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. We'll have elite hitting and elite pitching camps on June 13th, our summer prospect camp June 14th, then our Cub camp for ages 9 to 11 on June 15th. Our popular overnight camp is June 18th through 21st, and it is filling up fast. For more details or to sign up, contact Megan Diaz at 281-660-2680 or go to BaylorBears.com. Let's rejoin JMO for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And welcome back. NCAA Baseball Super Regional play begins around the country today. TCU and Texas still alive from the Big 12. TCU hosting in Fort Worth. They'll host Indiana State. Game 1 comes up this afternoon at 5, the game on ESPNU. Game 2 would be tomorrow at 6. The if necessary, Game 3 would be on Sunday. Texas in Palo Alto, California, matched against the Stanford Cardinal. Their series begins tomorrow at 6 on ESPN2. Here's UT head coach David Pierce on the momentum his team might have coming out of a sweep of the Coral Gables Regional. I think it's more than momentum. I just think that the team believes in each other and they believe in themselves. And so, you know, the key is to go play at Palo Alto and just play our baseball and try to be as clean as we can and if and when we make a mistake get past it move to the next pitch starting pitching was so good this past weekend and you know that really helps you get started um and kind of gives you uh, momentum I guess but we got behind early and you know kids just kept playing and we had a big inning David Pearson, the Texas Longhorns in action beginning tomorrow, a Super Regional against Stanford in Palo Alto. They'll play tomorrow at 6. Game 2 would be on Sunday, the if necessary, Game 3 on Monday. And that's today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Enjoy the games. More Monday. I'm John Morris. This is ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake or campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Hey folks, Derek Scott here at Jim Turner Chevrolet. We're coming off a great used car month, and that means we need trades. Cars, trucks, SUVs, we'll pay you top dollar whether you're trading or not. But if you choose to trade, you'll get $1,500 trade assistance towards any purchase of a new Silverado. So trade with people you can trust without all the gimmicks that can save you thousands. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7, turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just RV to Way McGregor. We treat you like family. 
Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball. ESPN Central Texas. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with TYM to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. we got to say goodnight. Because we've got uh, Rangers baseball coming up. And, uh, Aaron, this is kind of fun. Um, the Lowe family. Nate Lowe, who's been playing so great at first base for the Rangers. His brother is a platoon. Um, he He's a righty. He always hits against left-handers. And so this might be the first time the two brothers will go up against each other. Only problem is Rangers are starting lefty or um, lefties. Well, let's see. No, maybe. Oh, he's a left-handed hitter. That's it. They're starting lefties on tonight with Heaney and then Sunday with uh, Perez. So we don't know when they're going to slot him in, but if they do, the low, the low brothers will uh, be facing off. That's Josh Lowe and Nate Lowe. And uh, pretty cool deal. And there's a story I was just reading about the mom talking about it. And uh, um, she, she's saying, Josh is a little more reserved with his adventures. Nate, go, Nathaniel, goes to the next level. He takes it to the extreme. He would do things first, and then Josh would decide he didn't want to do it. It sounds like such like a mom. Uh, they ended up teammates in 2017 at low Class A Bowling Green, and again for part of a season at Class A Charlotte in 2018. And then, uh, uh, so pretty cool story there as they get ready to go against each other in this series. Aaron, this for a lot of reasons, though, is a showdown. Uh, Tyler Glasnow was on the mound for the Rays. been pitching well. Uh, everybody's been pitching well for the Rays. Uh, uh, Heaney on the mound for the Rangers, and he's been really good. His last three starts, 
2.25 ERA. He's up around four for the season, but man, he's been good as of late. So that's going to be a, a fun matchup. And just a reminder, we're only about 10 minutes away from the first pitch. So we'll take you right into first pitch tonight. Uh, Rays and Rangers. You deserve that. You deserve to get to hear uh, this Rangers uh, team. And then um, I did see today, Aaron, we got Astros fans as well. We need to recognize Astros. uh, This was just a couple hours ago. Uh, Jordan uh, Alvarez, Jordan uh, uh, has been placed on the 10-day IL with right oblique discomfort. It was announced Friday. Outfielder will return to Houston for further evaluation. Uh, we've got all kinds of stuff coming up tonight. we got the NBA Finals to get ready for, and uh, pretty awesome. Way to go, uh, China Spring State champions um i just we talked to john werner he was on the way down there last night how how great is that playing 24 innings and exhausting nearly every arm on the pitching staff cougars never lost their focus to win the class 4a state title and um really cool coach uh, was quoted saying in the waco trib it's a relief physically and emotionally. I don't know how we did it, but we did. I'm going to celebrate a little bit. I'm going to have a good, relaxing summer. I like that. Uh, it, I mean, what an emotional deal. I mean, to think back on all that they did, all they overcame, and some of the holes that they were in during the playoffs against Carthage to come back, the 12-inning game the other night, and um, – uh, just the I look at this uh, the pitching staff that veteran crew uh, they needed Aaron listen to this Beckham said I thought if we had 330 pitches with my best three guys that, that that's all we're going to need we needed like 500 pitches he said <laughs> <laughs> so really really cool um, as uh, as as the Cougars find a way to get it done and uh just pretty amazing stuff so we're going to continue to celebrate and they did it in football have now done it in baseball um and uh, again another draining game 3-2 win late thursday night at dish Falk field it's the cougars fifth state title um overall uh in baseball and the first since 2000 and uh, as uh, as John Warner wrote about, cardiac cougars, they call them. All right. So, China Springs, so excited for you. Get Coach Beckham on here. That'll be fun. And uh, catch up with him. What an amazing time. I got to get my China Spring ball cap out, Aaron. I got one here, that Columbia Blue, we like to call it. Love China Spring. And, again, just an enormous enormous win for that crew uh nfl news um uh jets aaron Rodgers wrapped up his what he called fun otas he had perfect attendance and was quoted saying the last six weeks have been about the most fun i've had in a while everybody of course will read into that that he's just happy to be away from the packers 
He skipped voluntary practices in recent years with the Green Bay Packers. He attended all 10 OTA sessions with the Jets. Uh, So pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. All right. uh, We do have Rangers baseball coming up next as the Rangers get it on with the Rays in a, a, a contest of the two best teams in the American League. That begins in about six minutes. You'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Everybody have a great weekend. Aaron, good job. We'll talk to everybody soon. See you on Monday. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road.